the Body Confidence Talk Show with Denise Cardenas. It's in the air and Valentine's Day decorations is all over the stores. Everywhere I go is Valentine's Day. So while it's something fun to celebrate and, you know, celebrate love and romance, I feel like it could also put a lot of pressure on relationships and on single people you know, especially those who struggle with body image and feel like they don't have the confidence to put themselves out there. And at times they end up even in the wrong relationship because of these body image struggles that they face. And I know I've experienced this before. I'm completely aware of it now, which before I actually wasn't. And I know I'm not the only one who has experienced this before and feels this way. And I wanted to bring light into this topic and bring in an expert who can help us learn how to build self-esteem around our bodies so we can have fun putting ourselves out there. You know, I feel like dating should be fun and a lot of times it's not. And really find a healthy relationship where we can experience being loved and being ourselves. And I knew the perfect person for this job was Amanda, Amanda McPherson. You know, Amanda is a trained life coach and holds a master's degree in counseling. And hear this, guys, this is my favorite part. She is a recovering, risk-avoiding, scary cat. <laughs> I thought that was the cutest thing ever. I wanted to make sure I didn't, like, forget this part. You know, she is passionate about empowering women to live and love boldly. She particularly loves working with women in the areas of dating, relationships, and overall self-confidence, which we all need. And she's also the founder of Girl Get Your Roots Done. So Amanda, thank you so much for being here and doing this episode with me. Oh, I'm so excited. There's, you know, nothing I like talking about more than women, self-confidence, and particularly in the area of dating and the search for finding the right partner. So. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's something like we all struggle with, you know, like I mentioned, I never realized that my body size was an, an excuse for me for not putting myself out there. But here's the thing, though, even on my skinniest years, I still would criticize myself. I didn't feel like I had the boobs, but you know, it's just like so many things that I feel like we criticize and compare ourselves, you know, and what I love about when I met you is that you were so open about your dating experience. And, you know, I wanted you kind of to bring in that with us and share your personal experience with, you know, your dating journey. Cause now you found your soulmate, right? <laughs> I, I believe I have. Yeah. But yes, it was not without a lot of trial and error. Um, you know, first I always, you know, sometimes when I'm giving kind of my spiel and introducing myself, I say like, did you know those girls in high school who just seemed to know who they were. They were comfortable in their own skin. Mm -hmm. they, they were confident enough to speak up and go after what they wanted. Well, I was not that girl. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, I, and, I, and I wasn't. And I wasn't in a lot of aspects of my life. Uh, dating and, and looking for that person was just one area where it really reared its head. And I think that that's pretty common uh, because it is such a vulnerable thing. Uh, there's the the such the 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 highs, the lows, the rejection, the hopefulness. Um, there's not a lot of things that bring that up. I think as much as dating and and putting ourselves out there in that way. So, you know, I I always think you know I do what I do because I know what it's like to not feel confident. And even though I would have probably been somebody where people would have been confused by that. You know, why why wouldn't I be confident? I had some of the outward signs of success, you know, yeah. but, but it, it didn't, it didn't matter. And I guess it's one thing that, you know, we want to talk about today when people, you focus on your body size, uh, you know, your education level, your accomplishments, whatever it is, um, you know, that's not how real love and connection works. It's not about our, our you know, a, a certain body size then brings you all the happiness and all the dates and all, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's just so many examples out there. If we look at that logically and intellectually, it just, 
that's just not the truth. It, it just doesn't. Uh, love and and connection is just much more mysterious than that. Um, so you know, I want to just say that body size and type is just one way that our insecurities show up. Mm-hmm. But we all we all have them. Uh, I had them again, even when I was you know the the thinnest I'd ever been or was working out every day and and all of that. Um, you know, I I always had, you know, had that comparison thing. There were always people that I thought were, had it better than I did. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you make, you make such a great point about, you know, how you mentioned, like, it's not your body size. People think, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm so guilty of that. I was like, I'll, I'll, once I lose weight, I will feel so confident. I am going to attract the perfect partner. And you have this image, you know, and do you feel like, this is a common struggle, like even like with the women that you work with that have this problem to, they think it's their body weight or something external pretty much. Absolutely. And so, you know, um, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I can't, I have over the 10 years I've been doing this, like I can't count how many people who are, you know, going to go on a diet and then get online or let's wait till after, you know, the new year, cause I'm going to lose this many pounds <laughs> and then I'm going to go online. And I, I mean, while I, while I can get it on, on some level, you know, again, there's a lot here. I can lot. Okay. Let me, let me unpack a lot of this. Okay. I did a lot of dating. I did. So <laughs> let's get back. I, I did not marry for the first time until I was almost 45 years old. So, but I had boyfriends since the age of 14. <laughs> okay. So by no means. Was I not trying from a very young age? <laughs> I get love and attention from boys, eventually men. You know, that was my biggest sort of growth, personal growth journey was through discovering myself on this dating sort of voyage. Other people maybe meet their high school, they marry their high school sweetheart for whatever reason it works out and they don't have, right. they don't, they don't grow in that way. It's something else, right? That sort mm-hmm. of makes has to causes them maybe to have some aha moments for me it was this search for a mate and um you know I look back and for so many years I was searching for that with those insecurities just driving me in that search right Mm -hmm. I wanted someone to make me feel like I was pretty enough, smart enough, you know, enough. I wouldn't somebody, some other, particularly a man to choose me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when I was dating that way, I kept, well, not being in really great relationships, right? I wasn't choosing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, know if, 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 if your, if your body size is still ringing in your mind and in your heart and is as, a huge insecurity, that is something you need to spend some time working on, right? Like it, I don't think any of us are ever insecurity free. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, maybe some people out there can say they don't have any insecurities. I mean, (laughs) I'm a life coach. I've been doing this for a long time. There's not a week that goes by that. I don't have to fight a couple moments of self-doubt or whatever, but it's not, it's not the majority of who I am, right? It's not the primary energy that I go with. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time when my insecurities was a bigger part of the Amanda package. And, and you know, my insecurities might've been about something different other than body size, although that was certainly in there. I certainly mm-hmm. felt that pressure to have a certain look and be a certain, you know, body type and all of that, um, you know, but it's still the same, like, what are you bringing into your, your search? And if you're bringing, I'm not good enough, I'm not attractive enough, no one would choose me, uh, whether you are a size two or a size 22 or whatever in between, that is, you are not going to partner up with somebody probably that's very healthy for you, right? Because you're, mm-hmm. um, you're looking to be saved. You're looking to be uh, told you're enough. So again, while I don't think any of us have to wait to start dating till we're insecurity free, because I don't think that exists. I'm glad you said that because that's such my excuse too. <laughs> like, it doesn't 
doesn't exist. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So I always, you know, when I, in, in, tell me if I'm getting too off track here. Oh, no, no, go for it. About, you know, when I talk to people about dating, you know, I say, okay, it's kind of like 50% of it is working on ourselves. Like, yes, that's, or, or you know, maybe more or whatever, but 50% mm-hmm. of it is getting to a place where you really truly love and value yourself. That does not mean you don't have insecurities or, or weak moments or, you know, times you doubt yourself, but your default is a place of self-love and, and I'm a, I'm a worthy human, right? Like, so we got to do that. And then the other part is choosing people that won't make us, that will help us feel more secure and more safe and emotionally safe, right? And will um so you know if you're doing all this work on yourself and you feel really, really great about yourself, to this day, I could probably be with a man who would trigger my insecurities. Mm. Right? Like mm. someone who I could tell <clears throat> only cares about looks or you know uh, the externals. Um you know, I dated someone like that off and on for a very, very long time and dated different types of men like that, mm-hmm. that, you know, you can't even say it's their fault necessarily. That's just, that's who they were. And then I came into it with this insecure part. And so it was a very toxic situation because it, it was just like, I was in the lion's den. I was playing with the the lions that, that were going to trigger those insecurities when I met the man I'm now married to, I didn't come into it perfect. I didn't come into it without insecurities, you know, a fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, all this stuff that I had done all this work on. I was, I had done a lot of work on it. So it wasn't just like I was bleeding all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like I had healed. And then I met this man who consistently met me with acceptance, compassion, built me up you know, um, believed in me. And, and, and so, yes, we need to work on ourselves, but, but we're, that's never going to be a hundred percent. Please don't wait till you feel like, oh, I would <laughs> never be hurt. I would never feel disappointed. Like, right. You know, again, the man I met before I married my husband literally ghosted me so out of the blue and so hard that I was Googling if he had died in a car accident. <laughs> like, oh like that's how much the, the rug was ripped out from under me. Right. I had done a lot of self work. I had done a lot of growth. I had done like, and it hurt. Mm-hmm. I guess my point is like, I wasn't like, I can date now and nothing hurts me and nothing's going to disappoint me. Like I cried about that. I was disappointed. I was shocked. I was confused. Um, even after doing all this work, but you know, I believed I could get through that. So, so let's go back to people that are sitting here going, yeah, but it's about my, my, my body, right. My body. Well, again, it's not about now I just know I'm never going to get hurt by somebody. No one's, you know, I would rejection's absolutely fine. Bring it on. Like none of us want that, but it's about loving yourself enough to know you'll get through it. Mm-hmm. It won't break you. It won't crush you. So, you know, whenever you say to me, Denise, I'll put you on the spot. You're admitting right. it by yourself. Or when someone tells me, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to start dating, whether that's online or just, Mm. you know, putting themselves out there, however they feel like that is. And they say, I don't want to do it till I'm, you know, got this and this and this. Like, I think that's because they're basically saying, I'm not going to be able to handle the potential hurt and disappointment. Totally. You're right on point. You're totally like speaking to me, you know, and I feel like that's, yes, it's such a huge aha moment. Everything you've been saying, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like I'm taking <laughs> mental notes. When one of them that I feel like is we go into these relationships looking for that validation of telling us like, oh yeah, we're enough. And I I was like, oh my God, I was thinking of all these relationships that I've been in where I was like, oh, they think I'm beautiful. Like they think I'm worthy. So mm-hmm. I would stay in those relationships even though they were not good. Like just the attention alone, that was my 
yeah self-worth you know and i feel like that's such a huge thing so now i took this long pause from dating because of those fears like i don't want those triggers to because i've been working so much on myself like you know learning to love my body is another thing you know because that's another reason i was like I want to go back to my size before I was when I was dating before I put myself out there. But again, it's another insecurity that I'm using it as an excuse. But at the same time, I don't want to take steps back and be triggered again and feel like I'm back to square one. So yes, you're like everything you're telling me is spot on. (laughs) Well, you know, thanks. And and I think it is a lot of people are probably nodding to this, right? I mean, you know, loving yourself, learning to grow, you know, growing yourself, all that. I always say that does not protect, that does not mean, and now you're going to have a perfect life and nothing's ever going to hurt your feeling and you're not going to have disappointment. Like, no, it's about knowing you can handle it. So, you know, knowing you can handle the disappointment, like knowing you'll be able to handle a, you know, a breakup and also trusting yourself, trusting yourself. You know, I know a lot of women that I work with say, I don't know if I trust myself to choose a good guy. Let's just say. Yes, I feel that because we've chose so many wrong people that we stop trusting ourselves. You know, that's another thing. That's another insecurity, you know? (laughs) Right, it is. It's like, so so again. It it keeps on piling up like like, all of our securities at once. (laughs) You know, it is. It's like everything, I mean, has like layers to the onion. So while again, body size, I'm not minimizing how much society and everything just has really like brainwashed us where we aren't even like, we can't even like get out of the idea of what is the right look or the right size. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a rare person that's not impacted by that. Right. And and, and on some level, but it's really, you know, just, you go under the layers of that and that's like, you got to examine more than just the body size. Okay. So, you know, what, what am I thinking that says about me? And, you know, listen, if, if you, if you, I mean, this may not sound very, I don't know, very politically correct or something. But <laughs> if, if you are truly knowing you are not living in accordance to the values and the way, you know, you want to show up in this world, Like if Denise knows her best self is not, you know, hugely over overweight or something, Mm -hmm. then then that's on you to kind of get that more aligned, you know, get that where it's not so misaligned because that doesn't feel good to not feel aligned, right? It's like if I was doing all this and doing all this life coaching and then I went out and, you know, got drunk every day and smoked a pack of cigarettes and whatever, like I wouldn't feel good about myself because that's Mm -hmm. not really who I want to be. So it's finding this balance though. I mean, not perfectionism about your body, but you know, you've got to get like, are you living according to your values and what, and not societies about size? Are you being good to yourself? Are you being kind to yourself? Do you like how you're treating yourself and your body? Uh, And again, not perfect. You don't have to be perfect, but um, really at the core of it is, you know, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you know, do you like you, you know, do you love you? So let me tell a story about my now husband. Okay. So like I said, I did all this dating. I mean, I lived in Austin, Texas for a long time. And I was thinking about this as I was preparing for this podcast, I dated some of Austin's, like they were literally in a magazine, Austin's uh, top bachelors, you know, these guys that were, and, you know, they had the outer presentation, right. Of what people would have thought was, you know, the thing, you know, um, I dated guys that had millions of dollars. I, and they typically had the look too. They had the, the Range Rover and the, the whatever, you know, the swag and then the look and all that. I didn't marry those guys. I didn't, yeah, I couldn't even date them very long because we didn't connect mm-hmm. on the level that was really important to me and, or, they tapped, again, I'm not even blaming them really. They tapped into those insecurities. Mm-hmm. I knew they expected a certain look every time they expect, it was more about what people thought. And oh my gosh, you know, if I had ended up with somebody like that, 
that would be a miserable way to live. So, you know, I'm speaking to, so again, so many lessons in this, like if you are somebody that feels like you're in a relationship or you could end up in a relationship with somebody who makes you feel like you better always look, you know, perfect in you, your body. And, and, you know, they wouldn't understand that like just life happens and gravity happens and phases, you know, if it's based on that, like you, can you imagine how miserable that would be? I mean, you never can just exhale and relax and just, you know, like that's yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Be yourself like in all the ways. And, and I I think about some of the guys that, you know, particularly one that I dated for a long time, I literally sometimes wake up now in my marriage and look just, you know, you know, I just look so crappy and, you know, my hair's this way, (laughs) wearing like mismatched baggy pajamas. And I, I literally sometimes think to myself, oh my gosh, if I had married what's his name? You're right. I wouldn't feel this comfortable in this relationship. Like, um, so, so I I say, I'm saying this to say, like, if you're out there starving yourself, working yourself to death, trying to fit this part to get these partners, men, women, whatever, you know, you're in like, what, why would you want that? Right. No, you want somebody who is going to make you feel the most comfortable and the most accepted that you've ever felt bottom line, like, you know, and that can come in all shapes and sizes. So, so getting back to, you know, I had kind of had, I, and I probably was part of the problem in that I, I was attracted of course, to these very outer shiny, you know, kind of. I think we all go through those phases though. It's just like, I feel like that society like kind of puts that pressure, like, or like, what would my family say? What would my friends say? Um, you know, right. it, it's, it's up there in the air. It's not like what we want, you know, it's, it's so drilled. That's what I'm saying. It's like hard to even like separate it and be aware of it. Because right, right. Like, it's just been like, literally since we were conscious humans, right? Like, it's just, it's just the way, again, it's, I think, you know, there's some, there's some movement out there to try to change that a bit these days, more that so than when I was going through like high school and all that, but yeah. um. So, so anyway, so, so I met the man I'm now married to, he did not fit the mold of what, you know, I had always sort of dated. Um, He Mm -hmm. wasn't filthy rich. He didn't drive a Range Rover. He wasn't Mr. Workout guy. That actually Mm -hmm. wasn't a huge part of his life. He had, he Mm -hmm. honestly had gone through a a tough sort of time in his career. Uh, When I met him, he very candidly said, I didn't take care of myself. I've, you know, gained a lot of weight. Like it just, he wasn't, but I'm, I, it was paired. All of that was paired with this foundational thing of the guy liked himself. Mm-hmm. The guy respected himself. And that was very attractive, right? To me. Mm-hmm. So, so I also want to say, ladies, I'm not telling you to go for the nice guy that <laughs> it, you've got it. You're, wrapped around your finger and you feel kind of sorry for him and and you're not really that attracted like that's no that's not so again I see people go from like they go for like the swaggery like that's not good for you to the safe like oh well this guy would never hurt me because he's such Mm -hmm. a wimp Mm -hmm. you know so this feels good and okay no no no. neither one of those are going to make you happy right Mm -hmm. you want somebody who you respect but they've got to respect themselves. It's the same thing. That's what they, that's what they want from us. Right. As you were saying that, I was like, okay, that makes your husband's a perfect example, just in the male version, right? Like we have to respect ourselves first. We have to feel we are enough, Yeah. you know, because we're bringing all this, like, I feel like, you know, when we go into relationships, when we're, when we feel we're not enough and we're looking for that validation, we kind of put a lot of pressure on our partner to fill uh, that void. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I, I, it's so true. I mean, again, I look back and, and, and I don't blame all these. I don't even like, I don't want to demonize all these like men because I was coming into it as I need you, you know, uh, I'm not good enough without you. And then that mm-hmm. triggered them. And then that triggered me. And then, you know, it, it just was a, an awful dance. Uh, so yeah, it puts, it puts a lot of pressure again, 
It's not about being perfect. I had a friend one time, it was a male friend, and he said, um, everyone has baggage. It just needs to fit in the overhead compartment. <laughs> That's a great analogy. <laughs> so, so it's the same thing with our, you know, our bodies. And I mean, I talked to my husband about, you know, oh, you know, I've gotten in the certain age and my body's not the same. Like, you know, it's not like I don't ever have some right. doubts about it, my body or anything else, but it's not, this is a, again, I'm not bleeding out all over the place and putting pressure on him to fix me and, and right. help me. It's not consuming you. I feel like yeah now that I like been doing this and just kind of doing more research on this it's really just accepting who you are in any part of our bodies who we are as a person what we believe it's like I feel like we try to mold ourselves to what society says Mm -hmm. we should be absolutely absolutely and yeah but you've got to truly accept that you know again I've worked with some clients who are like well I can't truly accept that I need to lose 75 pounds. I'm like, well, okay. Then what can you accept? Well, I can accept that I can, I want to work, be healthy. I want to nourish my body. I want to take care of myself and see that will probably result in my body looking a little differently, you know? Okay. Well, that's a more healthy thing. Like, like, can you accept that? Yeah, I can accept that. I can accept that. I may never be a size two, but I also can't accept that I'm eating Cheetos every night. I mean, I know this is not, I'm just being realistic. I hope that I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just saying you've got to decide what you can really accept. Mm -hmm. You know, I completely agree. It's just like, like, it doesn't matter. And if that, if that doesn't ring true to you, like you've got to figure out what you can really accept or else it doesn't really stick. I, I completely agree with you because before this, I, I know I was not eating healthy. I, was not exercising i wasn't treating my body with love right so because i was just neglecting it right and once i kind of switched that it wasn't about all the time eating healthy or just that's all i was thinking about it was more of a healthy balance and i kind of changed my mindset on that where it was more like i want to feel more energy right you know, so I'm more conscious in that sense, but it's not like, oh, I'm never going to have a chocolate. Like, no, <laughs> no. again, it's, it's, you know, if you're doing things that are not aligned with who you really like your best, like who you really want to be, it's I'm like, right. No, I'm not saying it's a, it, it's not a, you know, somebody, if they're totally aligned with, you know, being a, you know, over you know, overweight or whatever, it's fine. I, but you, Denise, knew I'm not loving myself. I'm, not, and that's just one way it's showing up, right? Is mm-hmm. I'm not taking the time or the effort or whatever to to nourish myself and to you know have good energy and to ha- you know literally be able to go through the day without low energy. Like that's the piece, and then the rest kind of falls into line, right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so you know again, not about being perfect. It's just, um, do you, do you, do you, can you stand by kind of how you're living and, and, you know, it, does that feel good to you? But that has body size or any, anything. I mean, again, my thing might not have been body size, but I knew I was deeply insecure. I knew that, um, I tried to fill myself up with shopping or mm-hmm. uh, attention from men, or, you know, I had my vices and, and that didn't bring an aversion of Amanda into these relationships that was very healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. So of, of course they weren't going to work. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, I love all this because from all of this, our whole conversation is just really like loving ourselves and accepting ourselves who we are whatever size we are no matter how we look maybe we're not the typical girl next door that we see you know on instagram and it's just accepting ourselves. and i feel like once we kind of accept that and go into the dating world you know i feel like we will attract it's like that law of attraction right we'll attract who we're meant to be with or who we connect with or even better like getting that trust right you know I mentioned like I don't trust I feel like I don't trust myself choosing the right person but I feel the more I work on this 
and accept where I am. It's like, I, I will, I will notice I've done so much work on myself and I feel like I've been not yeah. wanting to test that part of myself yet. <laughs> right. Well, because it's, it does, it's, it's to me, um, it's pretty natural because it's, it's one of the more vulnerable kind of arenas we can, mm -hmm. we can step in. It brings up a lot of stuff or a lot of our old wounds, family, you know, it brings up a lot of stuff when you're trying to, what you're really trying to find is this really, really close, intimate connection with somebody. Mm -hmm. It's not like, it's just I me, mean, you know, I always say like job, like Interviewing for a job and dating both are just horrible processes, right? Because <laughs> you get your hopes up, you get rejected, mm -hmm. you whatever. And and jobs, you know, the job stuff really stinks. I know it's hard, but the dating is just even a couple more levels because it's tapping into, you know, um, vulnerable. Like you're being vulnerable out there. Yeah, and like somebody's, you know, accepting you or not. But you now I guess you know what I want to also say. It's funny. I have having a conversation with a client about just this thing, you know, this person was saying, I, but I'm not the, you know, typical girl they would go for. I'm not, I don't have the look. I don't have, you know, and I just, I want to say like, please give this whole idea of love and connection, give it more credit. There's more mystery and there's more, you know, uh, heart and soul to that than, well, you know, he's six, two and weighs 185 and she's, you know, five, four and, you know, is a size two. So they're going to be a perfect, like, that's just not how it right. works. You know, it, it's just, there's now not how that works for mature people that are really seeking a partnership. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if somebody's marrying you or partnering you with whatever, or whatever your ultimate goal is, if they are doing that just because of how you look, is that what you want? Like, right. that's not good. Mm -hmm. Like, it, you want to know that they love the essence of you, the heart and soul of you. And, you know, whatever your size is, whatever your body type is, right? Like, if, if you think that's a factor on whether somebody does choose you or doesn't choose you, like... Mm, like that's not that's not really accurate mm -hmm. like there's so much more that goes into again I ended up with my husband because first of all the first time I met him I was like there's something there's just something about this person I want to spend more time with him mm -hmm. he's not my type but there's something about him and then there were all these sort of milestones and you know that that happened pretty quickly where like he would respond to me, like, let's say I was upset about something or I don't know, the way he would be with me, the way he would come towards me instead of, oh, you're crazy or oh, I'm out of here. Or, oh, I'm going to ignore this. Or like, it was exactly what the girl who always wanted to be loved needed. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, no, again, I wasn't bleeding all over the place, but there was still that part of me that needed somebody, you know, that of course needed somebody that would show I'll move towards you when you need me, not away. Right. Mm -hmm. And that just happened so many times where I was like, no, this doesn't happen every day. <laughs> right. Cross this every day. You know, Do you feel like when you met your husband, you were in a different mindset in a way versus how you were in the past? Yes. You know, I think yes and no. Like, again, I want to get into like, I was not perfect. So like, there's never a time if you're sitting there going, well, you know, I still need to make all these changes. Like, mm -hmm. yes, I had done a lot of this work. I had had enough experiences to show me like the shiny, whatever doesn't necessarily work <laughs> for you, Amanda. Yeah. Right. Um, I had done some exploration and I would have everyone really think about this. Like, why do you want a relationship? Now that may sound like a silly little, like simple question, mm -hmm. but no, like, is it because you want your best friend, your companion, your person that's going to help you navigate your life ups and downs, be a partner? Is it because you want to get, um, wined and dined? You want the excitement? You want trips? You want 
and I'm not even judging if that's what it is. Right. But but you, you know, is it is it so that everybody will think you've arrived? Mm-hmm. You've finally gotten chosen? Like you need to get really clear. You, you know, you may be sitting out there thinking, well, you know, I'm the one that has the insecurity about you know my body or whatever, but you you need you you still you need to think why do I want this and if it's just to finally get the feeling that you're enough mm-hmm. uh oh uh oh mm-hmm. you know you're 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 gonna let guys or girls again I'm being pretty heteronormative here because that's my experience but I <laughs> I think this applies to you know all all right every humans but. You're going to date people that, you know, don't treat you well or take advantage of you or don't respect you. Or you're going to date people that you're not really that into because you're just sort of playing it safe and don't want to really be with somebody you could partner with. So, so does that make sense to like, so I, it, when you say, if I change, I had, I had sort of, I wasn't a hundred percent there, but I sort of understood that I was really looking for more of that steady, comfortable safe place to land Mm -hmm. and maybe before that wouldn't have seemed as exciting Mm -hmm. or as appealing to me but I but I still wrestled with it you know whenever I met my my now husband I called up my life coach and I was like we need to double up our sessions (laughs) (laughs) because I could tell uh uh-oh I'm I'm wrestling a little bit here you know, I'm wrestling a little bit with, this is what I've always kind of done. And this is my comfort zone to kind of be in this cat and mouse chase thing and all this sort of, and here's this person that's not like that, but I, I know it's pretty cool, but I'm unfamiliar with what this is like. And, and it could really actually turn into something where maybe I really would have to commit and do right. just like real relationship thing, not just, just shiny, let's go out and put on our outfits and, you know, go out to dinner thing, you right. know? And, and so again, I, I want to say like, get support you need, like know that you probably will be a little bit triggered in these experiences, mm-hmm. know that you have someone to, you know, talk to or whatever. And yeah, I, no, I wasn't, but I had, I had finally gotten tired of the dynamic of me not feeling like I could be comfortable and and just feel truly accepted and that it was a really like emotionally safe place like I I had tired of that I was I was I knew I shouldn't be in that anymore so uh so yeah I guess I was more open to it yeah I love that I mean from I have so many aha moments and a lot of confirmations you know one of them is that you don't have to be perfect. That's something I'm always working on. And, you know, always, I'm like, oh, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Like, you know, I'm looking for that perfectionism. So I love that you keep on mentioning that and like hounding it in in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just, yeah, I just don't think that's realistic. So yeah, def- yeah definitely. And I feel like all of us need to hear this over and over. Sometimes repetition is the best way to do that. And another thing is like, I feel like the awareness, a lot of awareness from this conversation that I had, especially learning that I need to be enough first, you know, and I feel like- Not perfect, but enough. (laughs) Not perfect, but enough. Like where I'm just like, this is who I am. You show up knowing this is who I am. You accept me or you don't, you know, and being okay of not being accepted because that, I mean, even though I know it will hurt, I'm not saying just walk away, girl, (laughs) you know, but it's just reminding yourself. I feel like that's such a huge thing or reminding yourself that, you know, it's not you. It's just, it's not meant to be really. Yeah. Again, I'm sorry. I could go on forever, but but it reminds me of a story. Um, So my husband's Canadian and when we married, I'd left Texas and, and I moved up to Canada for a little while. And of all things, like in this random way, I actually met a girl that had he had gone out with oh. a couple times right before me. Yeah, like pretty like you know, they it was an online thing, and mm-hmm. and I and I met her, and you know, it was just this interesting aha moment. Of, you know, and he, my husband was honest. He was like, "Yeah, she didn't, you know, 
I asked her out again and she, she passed, you know, she wasn't interested. And, and, and it was like, he, yeah, she was like, no. And I was like, heck yeah, it's the same guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it, it, that doesn't make him no good or not good enough because I mean, she was like, no. And then six months later, he met somebody who was like, yeah, and ended up marrying her. Right. So, so it, it was just this kind of aha moment that I had of like, hmm, she went out with the same guy I went out with and she didn't want more time or want, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I think he's amazing. So it is that willingness just to, and he, again, that's how he looked at it. It was just like, meh, she didn't, you know, I mean, I'm sure it was a little bit of a disappointment. I mean, you know, you get a, sure. send a message and somebody doesn't message you back or something, but he didn't, he didn't go, oh gosh, forget it, forget it. And, and I'm never going to go after somebody again who, you know, I feel like might reject me or, you know, like he was just like, okay, I wasn't her brand of, you know, whatever. It wasn't her flavor of ice cream or, you know, right. And he was mine. So um so yeah the whole like it's like I I talk about rejection like it's you're human it's never gonna feel awesome it doesn't feel awesome to me either but not letting it it shouldn't take you down to the to the to a zero mm -hmm. like that is if you're not dating because of that you need to work on that it's not about your body size you need to work on would, would one person deciding they didn't like you or, or a couple people, mm -hmm. would that take you down to where you questioned who you are and your value? That's not going to be a fun way to date. You know, you said our dating should be fun. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's more fun if you like, if you don't have that ride, it's not fun if you go mm -hmm. on that ride. It's not fun at all. Yeah. And I agree with you having a coach, a life coach, or, you know, I know we always say, especially as women, oh, I have my girlfriends. I, you know, we chat. Sometimes they're not the best conversation. To, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love still doing it, but I feel like when someone has such a deep insecurity, body image or not feeling worthy or any, anything like that, I feel like speaking with someone who has gone through it, and knows how to navigate through it it's i've seen so much change in myself working with someone absolutely doing that you know and i feel like anyone that's listening that really you know struggling with this and can't navigate it or is always in and out of bad relationships so maybe they're currently in a bad relationship seeking support outside of your family outside of people who really know you because hearing that perspective from someone else has so much impact in your soul <laughs> versus just someone that I'm like, well, of course she's my mom. She's going to say I'm great. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. more than that. It's not as impactful. You're right. It's just not as in impactful. So, well, I have, I really, you know, the more I've gotten to know you, Denise, like I've really admired how much you've worked on yourself and done that through being willing to have these sort of coaches and these, in these folks, you know, that aren't just going to tell you what you want to hear or, you know. Right. And I feel like it's so funny because I always tell everybody when you go into someone and work with someone, like they're going to tell you how it is. They're not going to sugarcoat it like a family or a friend would be, you know, you know, they're your cheerleader, but also they're going to tell you how it is and you're going to feel uncomfortable. And, but again, I, like I said, it's, it's, so rewarding and I, you know maybe in the next time we speak I'm like I'm going on a date and it's fun like <laughs> I, I hope so I mean or if that's what you want you know I always I always gotta say there's nothing wrong nothing wrong with being single and and it doesn't say anything about you you know we're talking about nearing Valentine's Day I mean my gosh I spent most of those very single and um you know I know how it can start to feel like something's wrong with you or, you know, mm -hmm. you don't, there is again, just like there's a societal thing about body. There's a, I, there's a societal thing about your, you're better if you're partnered. Again, I think that's changing some. I'm glad you mentioned that. I wasn't expecting the conversation to go there, <laughs> but I love that. You know, it's so true. I mean, I've been single for so many years and I feel like, yes, it has to do with me being in a six years toxic relationship for so long. So a lot of that I had to heal and work through. 
But also being alone, I never realized how much I loved it. I feel like I got to know myself so much more of what I want, what I don't want. And I love being with myself. <laughs> so, yeah. and it's so, and it's so true what you mentioned, because I have family members being like, they don't want to see me single. They want me seen with someone. And I get where they're going with it. But also at the same time, I, I like where I'm at. And what do you tell those people who feel like they have to be in a relationship? Because I feel like when I got into my relationship, my last relationship, it's because I felt like all my friends were in a relationship and it, I, I had to settle down. I had to go through that. Yeah. Gosh, I mean... So I've done a lot of like dating coaching and dating workshops and stuff. And, you know, sometimes let's say I have a group of six women together. Sometimes I'm, sometimes my coaching advice to some of them is stop dating. Mm. Stop, the, stop the merry-go-round or the hamster wheel or whatever you want to call it. I've always been like, you need to be with somebody. And then with other ones, I'm like, start dating. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know where you are on that. Right, right. I needed to stop dating. No, I went, no, I, I, I say stop date. I needed to stop being in relationship after relationship mm -hmm. and just stay, you know, feeling like I needed that. Um, so I spent a long time, you know, without that myself, a decade, probably without having a significant partner, you know, dated, but, and I, I, that's what I needed because I was tended to go like, I was addicted almost to having a relationship, mm -hmm. right. And I needed to stop that pattern. Uh, so, so you know, I would just say, you know, if you kind of see yourself, like if you look up and you're like, I really can't think about a time I've spent alone. Like I have not spent more than like a year. Like, yeah, I think we should, you know, you probably should talk to somebody about that, to be honest. Right. right. Um, on the other hand, you know, if you're somebody who knows that your path of growth, I call it path of growth. What's your path of growth? For some of us, it is taking a step away mm. and being alone. And, and getting out of the cycle and the thought pattern of, I need somebody, I have to have somebody, I can't do things on, right? For others of us, it is opening up. Our path of growth is opening up or is it season of life? It's opening up, being willing to, you know, date more and take more, you know, uh, risks in, in that way. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's not the same for everybody. But, you know, and I'll, and I'll say this, like, I've only been married a little under three years. So by no means do I have it all figured out. <laughs> but I have a few, like, until you meet somebody, single, wonderful single people out there, please hear this. Until you meet somebody who makes your life easier, more joyful, more grounded and, 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 and you know, loving and all that do not do it you know, i i was just sort of casually messaging this friend the other day who's been in a relationship for a while wait did you say do not do it if they make you feel safe oh I, I meant don't don't be in a relationship until you find that okay okay, okay. i was like wait you had me going and i'm like yes don't no, do no, no. No, I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm saying until you meet that like like that is like 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 there's no point like mm -hmm. like if it is a distraction, so I, was, so I was messaging this, this, you know, kind of acquaintance the other day. I was like, oh, it looks like you've got, you know, she's been with this guy. And she's like, yeah, it's good. But she's like, you know how it is. Like relationships are so stressful. And I'm thinking, no, no, mine's not. My relationship is not stressful. Mm -hmm. My relationship is a stress reducer. Now I'm not saying it's perfect. Mm -hmm. But I was somebody who makes the, the hard times easier. I am with somebody who, who adds to my life. I'm with somebody who, who call you know, like as a calming, uh, uh, energy and source in my life. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, a, I know what it's like to have real stressful, really always working on something, always having to talk something out, always having to figure something out. You know, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't believe it should be that much work. So, I love that you said that because I've always said that, you know, after like being in bad relationships, I was like, you know what? It shouldn't be this way. Even though I feel like society kind of makes it like, oh, you have to have this friction or opposites attract like 
back yeah. and forth, but I feel like it's, it shouldn't be, it, it should be with someone that makes you grow and be a better person together, you know? Yeah. And that kind of gets back to, you know, it's the, why do you want this relationship again? Like, is it like, is it passion? Is it that you want all, and, and again, that's not, that's not bad. It may not have a long, long lifespan, mm-hmm. but you know, there's this male dating coach that I like that I kind of follow and listen to his stuff. And he talks about like, you realize that like 85% or more of marriage is like, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? What kind of meat, you know, what kind of meat should we put out on the counter? You know, um, you know, who's picking up the kid or, uh, just navigating life. Mm -hmm. 15% or less is sex trips, exciting. Like, and that's, that's so true. Right. Like, so I'm not saying don't have chemistry. You don't have, but like, if you, you need somebody where like, you can navigate life pretty easily together. Mm-hmm. You're always having to have, I mean, again, I've been there always having to figure something out and communication wasn't right. And oh, somebody's mad or hurt or this, or like Denise that yeah, being single is a whole lot better than that. <laughs> right. You know? right. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And uh, you know, again, like if, if people don't trust themselves to date, like, is it because you think you're going to end up in one of those? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to end up in one of those either. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I mean, that makes perfect sense because I feel like it's, it's awareness and knowing yourself and knowing that you could walk away. I feel like that actually was a big thing right now that you said that because I'm like, you're right. Like I could walk away. I don't have to feel stuck in it. No, if it starts being too hard, yeah, you get to say like, yeah, it's just not. Right. It's as simple as that. And it's so funny because you said that I was like, you're right. I could just walk away. (laughs) We feel like we're somehow going to get swept up in something and we're not going to be able to like, yeah, like to get out. And we we're already thinking about how we're going to go through all this hell and it's going to be stress and it's going to be hard. When Denise, I don't know, I'd love to be part of your journey if you decide to venture out there, but I have a feeling you won't let it get very far anymore if mm-hmm. it's not good for right. you. It's not, doesn't feel healthy, you know? And, and that's actually gets, that's a whole, it actually gets harder. You know, I talk to my clients sometimes and they're like, but this person's a really good person and there's all these good mm-hmm. qualities. Right. They just don't feel like they're the person mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And I'm like, well, welcome to like the land of dating healthy. <laughs> this is where you say it's not perfect. It doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, it's like, thank God you're not dating the jerks and the, you know, right. anymore that like make it like that's like, progress. Like, it's not, it has its own set of problems. Now you right, have right. really nice people that maybe they're just not like I did that. Like I, they did some super like they're with people now they're married, they're happy or whatever. Like, but you know, for again, like the girl that rejected my husband, like, like there's going to be some people out there that you just, whatever, you just don't feel it. Right. Right. Um, what was my point? I lost it, but, but <laughs> yeah, but like, you're not going to let yourself like, so that may be something you struggle with, but you're not going to be in a situation where you're like, I hope for, you know, for very long. Like I got to the point where like, I could tell like if they weren't texting me back, if they weren't asking me out pretty soon, if they, all this stuff that keeps us up tossing and turning and wondering, and we're coming up with all these excuses about why maybe they're just busy and all that crap. Like, no, they're not. Right, right. You're going to have enough, you know, I hope, I think, you know, the goal is to get where you have enough confidence where you can just mm-hmm. accept that it doesn't crush you and you just, you move down the road. You know, you're not going to end up in a year long, miserable situation. Yeah. <laughs> when you said that it was such a hobby, I feel like we were just in a coaching session. We're just recording this. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. I liked it. I love this. And my God, I had so many golden nuggets. Like I love where the conversation ended. It ended up like in directions I'd never imagined. So thank you so much. I love this. I hope so. I hope it, you know, I want it to be helpful to, to folks, you know, and um, yeah, this, this whole love and connection and everything. It's just so much deeper if it's right and if it's Mm -hmm. at the point where I think 
is true and lasting love and connection, it's not about body and it's, it's so much more than that, you know, and that, that's just sort of the, that's just like the first layer of the onion, you know, and you got to dig into like, what's really underneath that again, do I don't trust myself? Do I not like myself? Am I afraid of any rejection, you know, would crush me, um, dig I just encourage anyone to kind of dig through those levels, you know, those layers of the onion, right. And, and figure Mm -hmm. out because you are cutting yourself off from what's just sort of inexplainable. You know, I, I, I love doing dating coaching. I love it. But I also sometimes think, Amanda, like some of this is just sort of inexplainable. There's not a formula. Right. And I don't think there is a, now I can help people like we've done, like have some aha moments, mm-hmm. and, but it's, it's, it's not a say this, wear this, be this size. Not cut and dry. Like, I feel like it's so many different situations for different people. It's so mysterious. It's timing. It's who you are. It's your energy. It's, it's finding the the person that just compliments, you know, like I'll shut up in a minute, but like, I always say like, my stuff, my issues, my whatever, they don't trigger my husband and vice versa. Mm. So we just work. Mm-hmm. Whereas these other people, you know, if you're out there dating, like, like it just could be that sort of like oil and water or whatever, like, mm-hmm. like your stuff triggers them and their stuff triggers you. And if you find yourself, it's, then it's just not the right map. It's not about being perfect. I am not perfect. My husband's That's not true. perfect. It's just his stuff doesn't spin me all out and my stuff doesn't make him spin out right so compliment each other in a way in an imperfect way and yeah and and that's mysterious like that's some i i didn't know that when i saw his profile on the app i didn't know like you know like it's it's just sort of you do have to take chances you know, it's funny you said that. And I was like, I'm like, okay, our time is almost up. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but I wanted to touch on that since you mentioned yeah, it. Yeah. Um, online dating, you know, especially pictures and everything like that. Yeah. What do you recommend someone who's online dating? And, you know, it's hard to judge someone by their cover, the cover of their picture, right? Like, so what do you recommend in that aspect of it? Like, of when they're going through that process? Well, gosh, again, you know, there's no perfect formula. I mean, I think being very like as real and as transparent about number one, how you present externally and who you are is, is just the way to go. Like, don't try to be sneaky or why would you put yourself through that hell of knowing that eventually maybe it's not going to match up. Right. Right. so both in who you are internally and externally, just, just, again, that's part of that love, like help yourself out by just putting it out there and they can decide whether they're, you know, interested or not. Right. Not. Um, so there's that, I think, you know, just a kind of tactical thing. If you're not somebody who likes to go on a lot of dates, I would say have a phone call first mm. there. You'll be able to tell a lot by that. You know, uh, it, I know people are like, oh my God, talk on this, talk on this thing. Like who yeah. does that, right? I've, I've done the safe way and I only do coffee. I don't do dinner. I don't do anything. You know, I do coffee, but I haven't done the phone call, do the messaging and so forth, but I haven't done the phone call. It, it, it for me, like there were some that I could just immediately tell, like, nope. Like, and, and they might've been like super great looking or whatever, but right. like, I just, like, you know, no. And then there were others where I was like, oh, I'm really intrigued by this person. And then I was even more excited about meeting them, you know, in person. So I'd say that's, you know, but um, again, just be really clear. I remember when I did mine, I also just, I had pictures of me that weren't all dolled up because mm-hmm. like, I don't always look dolled up. Right. right. You know, like, you, know, you want to, you, know, you don't want to like, it's not like right when I roll out of bed. But, <laughs> you know, I feel like just be yourself. I feel that's one of the biggest like, things. What are, and that, yeah, like I have to say, what is the, so people that are doing online dating, don't just put, I like sushi, you know, I like dogs. Like, what is the experience of you? If I go out on a date with Denise, what's that experience going to be? Paint me a picture of that. Oh, I like that. You laugh a lot. Are you going to be sarcastic? 
Are you going to be the one, you know, that points out the, I don't know, you know, the best restaurant to go to? Mm -hmm. Like, What's the experience of you? That helps you stand out among the, I like sushi. I like walks. I like, you know? Right, right. Okay. A couple little tips. But I could go, I could do a whole other hour. That's a whole, that's a whole no, another conversation. I love that. Well, I like to talk about dating, but yeah. I know I love, my gosh, I had so many aha moments. And I love that we dig deep into this conversation. I feel like not only, I feel like it lightened me up in the sense of like, oh my God, like just those little small moments, you know, I'm like, okay, it could be fun, you know, like, so I hope everyone who's listening feels that same way because I know I did. So Thank you so much, Amanda, for spending this time with us an hour or so. Oh, oh, thanks for letting me go on. I'm sure it went on a little longer than planned. Oh, no, this was awesome. <laughs> so thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I hope to talk to you soon again. Okay, me too. Thanks, Denise.